I behave your people. <laughs> yeah, it's been a day. Let's just start there. But, you know, welcome back to Behavior and Bullshit. We, we talk about behavior in all types of ways. It relates back to life. And sometimes life is just fucking shitty. I've got to say sucky and shitty at the same time. But I stopped myself. <laughs> um, today's going to be a fun episode because I'm in a bad mood. So this is how the intro is starting. And if you're in a bad mood, I promise you, it's just going to get a little crazier because the podcast brings me joy. Um, yeah. We are your hosts. <laughs> and I'm Lauren. <laughs> so if you need to know the one that you're like, what the fuck's going on? I'm Lauren. And I'm the pop culture analyst. And and I'm Rachel. And I'm also in a bad mood, but I... I I've gotten pretty good at masking it, so... Um, oh, we're not masking st- in this house today. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> you may not hear it in my voice, but our topic today may bring out a little bit of the rage. But yeah, life happens, and sometimes we're in a bad mood, and here's the thing. It's okay to be in a shitty mood. Mm-hmm. You it's just okay. gotta show up. That's what we're doing. And I'm also going to remove the, f- the thing from my mouth multiple times because I'm eating popcorn. Oh, my God. I appreciate you so much because I hate the sound of people chewing. And when people eat on podcasts, I want to scream. It's rude. Just, like, move your mic away like I am. Like, can you hear me when I do it? No, absolutely not. Your mic is outstanding. It makes your voice sound like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. Thank you. <laughs> I was singing... Um, to Carter the other night because uh, um, I was holding him and his uh, play pa- play pace play place little thing I have I tripped over and I was like you got me tripping stumbling ooh <laughs> and then <laughs> then it sent me down a rabbit hole of looking up um, Sims herbs did you ever play that on the PlayStation 2? No. Well I was really hoping that they'd have a version of it for the PC. But Sims Herbs was a PlayStation 2 game. It was like Sims, but it had a lot of black-eyed peas, but in similes. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so I was watching a video of some girl just play it. Like, <laughs> Sometimes it's more fun to watch people play video games. Right. And I mean, of course, that. I mean, I can't play it anymore. I don't have my PlayStation 2. It's at my parents' house, though. Yeah. Tell them to ship it to you. You're like, hey. Overnight it. Hey, my mom did overnight me some of Carter's stuff, and then I saw that it cost her, like, $90 to do it. And I was <gasps> like, you're a good mom. Thank you. Yeah. Like, he can't wear any of this right now, but thank you. I had to spend a dollar to buy a bag to send some stuff back to Amazon. I did the try before you buy. Yeah. And I sent the stuff back, and they're like, oh, well, it says you need a bag. I was like, oh, well, they didn't send me one. And the lady's like, do you want to buy one for a dollar? I'm like, well, I guess I have to. So that is a trap. Thanks, Amazon. Trap. I never how that happened. Usually I just bring stuff back to Amazon using the box that I had. But if they send you like the bag bag. This was a really decently sized box. And I wanted uh-huh. to keep oh, it. Keep the box. Understood. Yeah. For Understood. reasons. Um, anyway. So today... Our topic is going to be really great, but I wanted to test run something. 
And we talked about this a little bit earlier. I have to pull up the text message because I don't, because I'm not on fucking medication, so I don't remember what we talked about. Um, and I had like one a, day. One day, my stress test is this week. Okay, all right. So all right. I wanted, I want to pilot some segments. Maybe not all of the segments that I thought about, but what I think I'd like to do is like start to incorporate. Here's a minute of what we're doing now or something that like caught our interest this week, which could be 800 different things. So we'll pick like one (laughs) (laughs) or a segment of like act in practice. Like how did I use my act skills this week? And it's Monday and I've already had to use fucking all of them. So (laughs) I think that's where we should start then because it's a good it's a good place to start. And especially maybe if we do that, I can do my act skills as we speak about it right it makes it more real and you know like again this is real life shit happens and Mm -hmm. we have bad moods but this is what's helped us in terms oh excuse me in terms of like not suppressing it and saying oh everything is fine but just accepting and be willing to understand that these feelings happen and like aside from me feeling shitty I'm going to commit to showing up for this podcast, even if I'm in a bad mood, because this kind of stuff puts me in a better mood. Exactly. That's why I was like, okay, we can still do the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I'll at least know that I'll feel better. Yeah. Afterwards, because we're going to get laughing. Yeah. I'm committed to laughing. Uh, One other thing. I'm looking at my, I've got several like printouts of the Hexaflex on my wall here because I bought a laminator and I just wanted to laminate all the things. Um, so understood. Segment one, let us know what you think in the comments. Literally no one has left a comment. Which is like, ever. guys, I guess you, you want to know what our instructions are not clear. Like where do they leave the comment? Because if we don't post a picture of the thing, like let's do that. We could do that. If you're on yeah, Apple like, podcast, I guess it's on us. And th- there is response effort involved with, like, leaving a comment and a review. But anyway, we'll get to that at the end. But shout out to Rosie, who did leave us an Apple review. And I, like, that, I felt okay. so nice. Like, it was written out. So, I, like, sh- Rosie's gotten another shout out here. I haven't read it, but that's that just made it my entire day. It was really good. That's so exciting. It was really good. She said that we're funny, which, like, we are. <laughs> Yay. So, okay, if you, if one of the things that you value is making other people feel good, leave us a review. We would love that. It would make our sad, droopy faces turn upside down. Which, like, (laughs) we're, you know, we're Botox candidates. Don't get us wrong. Like, these sad, droopy faces are good for the process of that. But, um, like, I can't go again until I'm done breastfeeding. All these things. Carter needs to grow up. Yeah, for real. I'm going to say that and then like he's going to be like a grown man and I'm going to be like, why aren't you my baby? You're going to be walking him down the aisle and be like, remember that time that I couldn't do any of the fun things because one, I was building you in my body and then two, I was feeding you and giving you life and I had to stop all the fun stuff. And you had the audacity Audacity. to tell me you hate me in a fit of rage because you're a teenager. That's just what I'm going to say to him. I'm going to be like, listen, bro. I understand you're pissed because I'm mad at you <laughs> still. I'm going to carry that grudge on forever. I had a client forever. that used to say dude audacity instead of audacity. It was the best. Any versions of audacity that, is yeah. my favorite. Like 
the audacity, yeah. the dude audacity. Yeah. The... You got the dude Except audacity. for the regular version of audacity. Like, have some creativity yeah. in your life. Do better. All right, let's do our segment. Okay. Let's, let's, get, <laughs> let's do it. Because we're just going to do what we do. Imagine there's some music here. Maybe someday we'll have some, like, little jingle that says, this is our act and practice segment. This week, it's Monday. I had some not-so-fun shit go down on Friday, and it completely just wrecked my entire day. I felt unproductive, um, and I got really fused by these feelings of, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what to do. I let that go for the weekend, and now we're back. It's Monday. And those feelings came back again, because as much as I like wanted to commit to getting back to it, um, there were still some things that are left unresolved, and um, and it can get frustrating because there's that lack of control. I think everybody, every human being, enjoys like having some aspect of control, and I didn't have that, and I started to get fused by the anxiety, by the I can't do this, I don't know what I'm doing. But then I was like, you know what, I value high quality services. This was Friday and today. I value high quality services. I know that I'm not at my tip top shape right now. So I'm going to take a day. I'm going to do some administrative tasks, get those things done. And then Tuesday, Tuesday, I'll be in a good headspace. So I am accepting that shitty things happen. I am defusing from that anxiety because I've, I've done all of the things that I need to do. I've reached out to who I need to reach out to. And now you know, tomorrow I commit to, okay, we're going to wake up. It's going to be a new day. We got the admin shit kind of done. And then when our online system isn't working, I can't control that either. So no, you can't control that. There are things that are outside of your control. Like yeah. that's especially an online system not working now would, that would drive me a little batty. So it did. So I understood. Closed the computer and did other things. That is a committed action. Close the goddamn computer. Yes. Boop. Bye. How did you use ACT this week? Um, poorly. I'll be, I'll be honest. And, you know, that's the acceptance part, I guess. Yeah. Is that I've just been... If, you, if you're just tuning in now, which... Thank you for coming. Um, what an episode to start on. Um, <laughs> uh... I'm a new mom and I've been really, really trying to use acceptance a lot lately because I have no 0% control of anything that is happening um, with my own body, with my surroundings. It's just, if I could just have like a moment of peace, like right now is my moment of peace because Kevin took um, Carter out on a car ride because he likes the car. He falls asleep in the car. Perfect. I don't know if he will fall asleep in the car this time for Kev, but Dad's got to try. We'll fucking see. <laughs> he's gonna. He's gonna try because last night it was just. It was a rough night. Like I threw out my back Ugh. in the middle of the night. Like I was just laying with Carter and I tried to move, like just a little bit, and I shooting pain like I was being stabbed in multiple places and I was like oh my god yesterday I was sick I had no voice I still don't really have the greatest of voices like this is what I, we got I sound raspy you know but raspy is um, sexy especially in your yeti microphone <laughs> hey you know 
<laughs> this is my microphone a Yeti? What? I I don't know. It looks like the Yeti ones. It says Zeal Sound. Okay. Well, it looks like one of those Yeti ones. Whatever. It was like $35 on Amazon. It sounds fantastic. Shout out to Amazon. So I've been really trying to accept a lot of the things that I cannot control, which has been difficult. But then, you know, other things I've been trying to do, which is even harder, is I've been trying to utilize diffusion with my I can't make them stop crying. I'm a bad mom thoughts. Like, I know I'm not a bad mom because as long as I'm feeding him, taking care of him and loving him. You can't be a bad mom. You right. can be a bad mom if you aren't taking care of your kids and you hate your kids. Yeah. I've read a lot of things on Reddit about that. So, but I know that's not me. Yeah. Like, I would literally lay down in front of an 18-wheeler if it meant Carter would be safe. But there are times at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning, I'm like, I can't do this. So I've been trying to, like take myself out of those feelings and just like telling myself they're just words they're just Mm -hmm. you know feel the feeling but it's not necessarily reality yeah um so i've been trying to utilize that and my committed action has been really trying to fucking sleep yeah (laughs) yeah yesterday i did take a two-hour nap now was carter laying on me the entire time yes yes he was was maya my cat laying on me the entire time oh of course she was (laughs) um millie nowhere to be found but i got a good two hours in and last night you know i'm developing a system but the thing about it is is that kevin is fantastic he's amazing but if it's the middle of the night he's not a happy guy (laughs) so if carter's crying he'll start making like he'll be like stop stop and i'm like he doesn't understand you (laughs) he can't just stop he has no idea and then like he'll throw away a diaper in the trash can and the he'll be frustrated as as one would be like i'm frustrated too but like he'll like really put his foot down on the trash can so it like pops up and it makes a noise i'm like making loud noises doesn't help it's just gonna scare him (laughs) that was last night so that's a look into my personal business. And do you want to know what? I can't remember the three other things. Self as a context. I don't have myself. That's... Yeah. And self as a context is a <laughs> hard concept to grasp. Right. And like, I don't have, I don't have myself as a context currently. Yeah. <laughs> Who is Lauren? I am Carter's mother. Yeah. You're figuring it out. Seriously. Like I said to my friends earlier, we were just texting. I have a couple of friends from my old job and they just checked in on me. And I was just like, I don't know who I am anymore. I don't know what I am. Yeah. And you know what? That's okay. It's, yeah. a, it's a learning process. Like, just like I'll never have my pre-pregnancy body ever again. Until <laughs> I have a new body yeah. that I have to, like... You have like, a body that built a human. Wild. Yeah. Wild. So... Yeah. That is wild. <laughs> Hold on. I have to eat my popcorn. <laughs> I made my own popcorn. That's impressive. That's a committed action. You made a human and you made popcorn. My own popcorn. I didn't put it in the microwave, people. I put it in a pot. Then I sprinkled it with some black truffle salt because I'm fancy. Some garlic powder. Some black cracked pepper. Cracked black pepper. Black cracked pepper. Whatever it is. (laughs) And um, that's our act segment. That's all I have. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
and you know it's a lot to do when you're when you're down like when you're when you're out of it yeah and you can reflect a bit yeah like i need to do the act yeah well and you know it's a practice right it's it's we're not gonna be perfect at it every single time or anytime or anytime literally anytime um but speaking of practice making you know i don't like to say practice making perfect because practice makes progress yeah practice makes progress but speaking of all that our topic today is probably going to be somewhere in the title so it's not a surprise but spoiler alert we're going to talk about supervision today we're not necessarily going to give advice on how to be the best supervisor um, but we just wanted to kind of talk about things that we had experienced through a behavior analytic lens of like what worked and what didn't what shaped our behavior and what really punished behaviors that we had been engaging in there's there's good there's bad there's all kinds of supervision tactics practitioner tactics and yeah Yeah. everybody's got a different experience but uh what do we want to start with the good the bad or the oh my god let's do better start let's in the words of hillary duff let's go back back to the beginning and let's talk about some supervisors that we had in the past when we before we were bcbas okay i think that's a good place to start because i think that's where my at least for me where my molding of what i wanted to be as a supervisor yeah um really started because having someone tell you what to do in certain ways it's kind of sucks so yeah there's a lot if, whether you're an RBT or you're becoming a BCBA or a BCABA, there's aspects of this job that require feedback pretty constantly because what we do impacts the lives of, of children and their families or adults. It depends on who we're working with. When I was an RBT, I had some really great supervisors. And I wouldn't be a BCBA had I not had really great BCBA supervisors that pushed me and challenged me in in all the right ways and i had i had a supervisor her name is tori and she is kind of like who i who i try to like emulate and who i feel like i kind of embody as a bcba because she was always just this peppy and energetic and like easygoing kind of person And always finding, like, the little glimmers of fun in everything. And I loved that she let me get creative. Like, we had had a client that we were working with, and we were working on language development. And I wasn't a BCBA. I didn't know jack shit. But she, you know, she'd come to supervise, and I'm like, hey, I tried this. And she's like, oh, my gosh. And then she's like, okay, now try this. And by the end of my time with this client who started off not talking – I was crying because it was time for me to like, I was leaving the company because I was going to grad school and he looks at me, he says, no, no, don't cry, be happy. And for a kid who had no words and then could recognize that I'm sad and tell me like, it's okay, be happy. Like, well, then I cried harder, but. (laughs) That's huge. Yeah. That's a good supervisor. Yeah. I just. RBT relationship. Yeah. I always felt supported and I always felt encouraged and I was never afraid to like be just goofy and fun. Never felt judged. That's for how any it of that. should be. That's how it should be. Yeah. Because I know I've had a supervisor that was like, I don't want to be um, 
She was a bitch. Oh. And that's the only word I can really say. And you shouldn't say that about your colleagues. But when you don't come out for two, three months. Oh. Two, three months. And I will say I wasn't in RBT. I think I've said this on the podcast before. I wasn't in RBT um, because the company that I had worked for didn't require it um, because it was, you know, like... It was still pretty new. Yeah, it was still... It's still pretty new now. Like, this was, like, six, seven years ago. So I didn't have to be in RBT, so I didn't need that 5% of my hours supervised. But this BCBA, like, came and never really answered emails. And this was a client that was an older kid... I think he was like a teenager, had severe SIB, Mm. had severe aggression, had a lot of behaviors. And this was still like, I was brand new to this. Like this was like my second case. God. So the the BCBA didn't show up. And then when she did show up, it was not (laughs) to supervise me, but to write her VIP for insurance. And didn't answer any of my questions. And then when she would come and answer some questions, she would, like, be upset that, like, I changed something up. When I was in grad school at the time, so I was learning stuff. Yeah. So I was like, well, if this isn't working, he's getting really mad. He's aggressing towards me. Like, let's try something else. Right. And they worked. And it wasn't like he wasn't getting what he needed but it's because it wasn't her idea right exactly that wasn't fun but then my next case and this is a shout out to my favorite supervisor in the whole wide world i hope you're listening today kisanya she was fantastic i had a little kid and he looked like he could be carter (laughs) like he just looked like he could be my child and it was weird but he like was having a rough time and by the time you know we worked really hard together she had to go off the case probably more than halfway through our time together because she was going back to school to become dr kisenia oh snap again shout out we love to see women doctors and applied behavior analysis and we love to have them on the podcast too so if you're listening kisenia if you're listening i mean I know you're a new mom, too, but new moms unite. New mom. She's a doctor. Hell yeah. She's amazing. So, you know, she would always be, like, one of the ones that knew that I was studying. So in real life, she'd be, like, pointing out yeah, certain things that are like, hey, like, what's this an example of? Yeah. And I'll never forget the time that the answer was the matching law. I don't remember what the example was, but I know the answer was the matching law. <laughs> And it had something to do with, you know, like making a choice, concurrent schedules. Like he like got to choose like crayons or markers or something. And kid loved markers. Who doesn't like a marker? You can draw on a mo- multitude more things with marker than you can with crayon. You can. Including your skin. You include. So. I have had so many children want to come and color in my tattoos. And I'm like, cool, do it. Do you let them? Yeah. It's washable. It's washable. Mostly. As, if, as long as it's not Sharpie. We're good. I love the smell of a Sharpie, though. So I'm like, <laughs> Sharpie comes off eventually. Yeah. It just takes some time. But, like, you know, Crayola washable. 
Right. And I'm trying to think of like other supervisors, but honestly, I think the company that I started my career at, a lot of the BCBAs were definitely burnt out mm. where it wasn't a once a week, let me know if you need anything yeah. kind of deal. It And it became like a bit more aversive yeah. for when they did show up because it was like, I don't know as much as you mm-hmm. when it comes to science, but I know more than you about this kid when it comes to this kid Mm -hmm. exactly Mm -hmm. so when they would come in they'd be like oh like let's do this let's do that like table time table time table time why are you outside table time and like yeah blah so that really shaped me to like not want to be that exactly and and those are things we have to be mindful of like you mentioned burnout and like Having gone through, well, you know, it was a combination of things for me that made me leave my old job, but having felt those feelings of burnout and knowing kind of like the the warning signs, some of these things that I've been feeling, I'm like, hey, okay, let's really unpack this. Am I, am I saying yes to too many things? Um, is it really just like, this is a shit season I'm in right now and things are happening that are out of my control or have I taken on too much and do I need to back off a bit? The next couple of weeks, I'm going to be really being mindful of like some of the antecedents and making sure that like my behavior isn't affected. And if it is, then looking at what I need to remove from my environment that isn't serving me, that is causing me to engage in some behavior that I I don't want to engage in, you know? Right. I don't want to answer emails in a short and curt manner. I want to be present and engaged. I don't want to, I don't want to be the aversive one. So. Right, right, right. That makes sense. Because I know towards the, maybe not so much, but like towards the end of when I was at my previous company, I may have been a little bit more, um, did you get the mail? Is that for me too? <gasps> Kevin just came home with McDonald's, guys. Oh my god. Us. We get really excited for McDonald's. Oh, what's this? Sorry guys. I, I got I got distracted because that's ADD in me. Um what the actual shit fuck is this? <laughs> is this for your LLC? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god. Just in case. I need a pallet truck. Oh my god. Can you imagine Guys, all of the things you could do with a pallet truck? This is huge. That Ooh, is how a many textbook. Pages is this? this this is 846 pages. Are you fucking kidding me? But the last page has the Bills logo on it. <laughs> Proof. <laughs> oh my. Anyway, god. I don't even remember what I was saying. Oh, I was beginning to get a little bit more short and curt with people because I I knew I was burnt out. Yeah. I I knew it was me. And it's because the company that I was working for was like, I had a dual role. I was BCBA half-time and admin half-time. And I was always told five cases. I could do five cases. That's great. That's, that's easy. That's easy. In February, I was told, no, you have to take on two to three more. I was like, okay, give or take here, you know, give and take. Uh, if I'm going to take on these cases, it's not going to be for free. Yeah. Like I need, like I know I'm going to be burnt out because I knew that they weren't going to 
take me off a lot of my admin stuff because I was one of the only ones doing it. Yeah. Well, at least. <laughs> I'm not joking. Um, people have told me that. So I'm just going to go along with it. I'm the only one that did it well. And now I know that some of the things is going down the drain. Anyway, I said, I was like, okay, well, I'll need a raise. And they were like, no. The dude audacity. The dude audacity, the audacity, like all I was asking for, it was like an extra like one to two thousand a year. Right. And to be paid what you're worth because you're asking exactly. to take on all this other shit. Right, like take on this all this other shit that's not going to make me any more money. It's going right. to make the company more money, and like that does if that doesn't go into my paycheck, then why the fuck do I care? Right. So I was a lot more short with the people that I was working with, and maybe not family so much, but like I wouldn't be as readily available for them. Yeah, because now I had to deal with my own internal struggle. Yeah. Of, am I going to continue this? I didn't want to be that person, so I'm very lucky that I quit fired. I'll still never know to this day. Kevin, do we know? Was I fired or did I quit? Kevin says I was fired. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was locked out of my email. Sometimes I see their name on... I'm just going to go off the hinges for this one. Sometimes I see these companies, and I won't drop it. I'm not an asshole. I think I dropped them from my LinkedIn anyway. I'll see people, like, talk about them on, like, the ABA job postings page, and I'm like, ah! Don't do it! It's a don't trap! Don't do it! Yeah. Oh, don't yeah. do it! It's a trap! Yeah. But I don't say anything because... Yeah, tell me about it. They'll send their lawyers after me. Oh, my God. again jesus if you work for a company that like when you sign on says you have to sign a non-disclosure agreement oh no no this wasn't even an i had to sign a non-disclosure after i got fired that's what they wanted me to do oh my god (laughs) so i could have one month of health insurance oh my god Red flags, y'all. Non-disclosure agreements are red flags unless you're going on like a tv show that's different. If you right. were going on like RuPaul's Drag Race and they said you have to sign this NDA because you can't go talk about spoilers or we'll sue you, mm-hmm. that's different. Yeah, I think that's the only time that non-disclosure agreements or like you go to like, no, I even think then you should be able to talk about your experience at a celebrity's birthday party. <laughs> like, you know, I know that there's... There's a club in Aspen called the Caribou Club, and I'm pretty sure, like, you have to sign an NDA to be a member. Oh, shit. Something like that. Or I think maybe it's Soho House in New York. Like, there's, like, a bunch of ones that, like, you can't, like, talk about. You saw nothing. What goes on there? You saw nothing. You saw nothing. Oh, my God. Wild. What a time. What a time. So these things, you know, make make me want to be a better supervisor and talk to people who are rbts or who are bcbas to like let them know of like the signs Mm -hmm. of absolutely and i've had that conversation yeah I've, i've had that conversation with several of my rbts i'm like look i have been through burnout and it sucked asshole so Mm -hmm. i don't ever want you to be in a position where you don't 
feel like you can tell me you are feeling some of these things, you are seeing some of these signs. Um, and, you know, I had an RBT come to me not that long ago and, you know, she apologized. She's like, I feel like my performance suffered. And, but I'm like, don't apologize. If you have to, if you get sick, if you are, and not just physically ill, right? Like if there are things, if there are external things going on in your environment that are making you feel some type of way and you notice it affecting your work, take a break. Absolutely. I mean, we always rule those out for clients first, medical necessity or medical, you know, whatever. We always rule out medical first. Right. And why would we not do the same for ourselves? Yeah. So knowing, knowing the signs and symptoms of burnout, and I think being able to, oh my God. I caught it. (laughs) Oh, yay. (laughs) Guys, I almost just dropped my barbecue sauce on my white pants. That would have been, that would have sent me. So we want over the end. We would have we would have been done recording. <laughs> I would have been like, okay, guys, this is it. Supervision. Um, yeah, don't it. spill your barbecue sauce in your white pants. Um, but I think being aware of those signs and symptoms in ourselves and knowing when to as- assess. So like, I'm in a in a moment in time where I'm like, I need to take a look at some of these variables and see if I've said yes to too much and what I'm taking on and how it's affecting me, so that it doesn't go forth and affect <laughs> my supervision. Who is that? That was Maya. <laughs> Usually it's like my animals that are causing the chaos. But today. Not today. today. Not today. It's... <laughs> what did I just drop? Oh, I dropped the baby monitor on oh, the floor. You know. At least it wasn't the baby. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Silver linings. Yeah. And it's important that if you do feel these things, guys, like if you are an RBT or you are the BCBA, BCABA, you go to your respective supervisor and tell them. Like, mm-hmm. if you're afraid to go to your supervisor. Red flag. Red flag. That's that's a big thing. Like, it's so important that you mesh with the people that you work with. When you, like, I mean, under, like, certain jobs, like, it doesn't really matter. Like, well, it always matters, but, you know, you don't always see, like, the owner or something. But if, like, you're an RBT and you don't mesh with your BCBA. Yeah. Maybe not a red flag, but also, like, a an internal red flag. Like, get a different, get a different supervisor. Yeah. Get off that case. Yeah. That person's not for you. You're not going to make progress. Kids not going to make progress. If there's a constant clash, like, it, it's, it's going to be a detriment to the services of that client and again we are affecting people's lives the the behavior that we engage in influences people's lives um so that's not something to be taken lightly um and yeah i'm i'm grateful that i have two very uh supportive supervisors right now who i can go to and be like hey i'm feeling these feelings of like i'm getting a little frustrated um you know x y and z is going on i just need I don't necessarily need a solution from you right now, but I just need to, you to know that this is where my headspace is. Um, and they're very open to hearing that. And I always want to be that kind of open sounding board for my supervisees as well. Like you are safe to come and tell me when you're feeling these things. So either I can listen, I'm just a, a set of ears to listen, or I can help you find a solution either right. way. That's what right. I. That's what I'm here for. But then we also have to take into account um, the super. 
I'm going to say something that might be a little controversial to some people. Controversial yet but brave. there are supervisees that will take advantage of your kindness when True. you do do that. So as a good supervisor, you have to be kind yet firm. Yes. And I know you know exactly what I'm mm-hmm. talking about. Mm-hmm. I... Um, that's a lesson that's a balance that I have yet to find yeah and that's difficult that's with client parents and that's with supervisees you know I want to be that kind and caring person and I have gotten burned many a time I will be honest I don't think I'm really good at reading people so if somebody's really good at putting on a front I accept that as yep as fact until as, as you should honestly yeah like, until i get proven otherwise and mm-hmm. you know queen of second yeah. third fourth ninth chances over here right exactly and it's you know to be a good supervisor i tell myself that i like to be gently firm yeah like i will be i always start off telling them you know we're a team mm-hmm. um you you'll know more than me i'll know more than you We'll come back together and we'll do it. But there have been people that have been underneath me that took the whole wear a team thing to be that they know more than me mm. because they see the client more than me and they're studying to be a BCBA. I always try and go with like, hey, like, no, like, I think that's a really great idea, but we're going to try it this way. We're going to do it this way just because not my own ego. Right. Which is what a lot of people take it as, especially if you're an RBT. I'm not bashing RBTs. Like, I'm not. I'm yeah. not. I'm not. Like, I've had a million, not a million, but I've had a lot of great ones. Shout out to Becky. I hope you're listening, Becky. I'm going to make you. I'm going to send this to you. <laughs> homework. Um, <laughs> homework. Listen to this. I mean, she's studying. Can you listen to podcasts for, for your hours? Can't you? I mean, apparently only if it's directly related to your client. If it's directly related to you in particular. I don't know. But hey, like supervision is This is, is a something of- a BCBA does, so it should be indirect. Anyway. Anyway. Um, You're the supervisor. You, you know, to decide. Exactly. Like, I would have, I, I wouldn't be my own ego. I don't care about my ego. I care about, like, I just want to rule this out. Yeah. Like, we can try your thing, but if you just decided, no, this doesn't work, after I'm looking at the data and it shows that it is, <laughs> like, it's. You know, so to be a good supervisor, it means to listen to them and then give them firm feedback. Yeah. Like, I would have a, every time I do supervision, I have a very comprehensive, detailed sheet that I use that I made myself because I don't trust anyone else to make me a sheet of what I'm looking for and I change it for every single RBT for every single client like if there are skills that this RBT needs to do like sign in on time like that's a skill some people are just inherently late and fair me being one of them uh, you know like if, if something starts at 4 30 I will tell them that it starts at 4 15 and if they are signed on at 4 15 that's great that's great. Most of the time, they're signed on at four thirty, and they can start billing right when they're supposed to because they're not on time. And I've done it enough times with this specific person where I'm like, "All right, at least it's not starting at four forty-five. Yeah. Like, at least you're getting your full paycheck now. Like, you're not going to get that extra fifteen minutes." And I know that's not right, but like, they're not signing in at that time anyway. So. Right. <laughs> you know. Um. So that's where I like to try and be. 
you know, like I said, gently firm. Where it's, we're a team. I'm going to listen to you. We're, we can be as friendly as the day is light. You know, the night is dark. We can be super friendly. But I'm not going to have a dual relationship with you where you don't take me seriously. Because I've also had that be an issue. Right. Where I'm like, you know, I'm friendly enough with this RBT. And some of the RBTs that I've had have become, after we got off cases, have become my closest friends. Sure. Yeah. But they all are also the ones that listened to me the most and took my direction and trusted me. Wow. So positive reinforcement. In, positive in, reinforcement. Positive reinforcement no in the punishment. form of in the form of social, not necessarily praise, but like mutual respect right. and and right mutually appreciated conversations and collaboration and you know a certain being res- heard. Being heard. Being heard is important for our RBTs or BCB uh, students studying to be a BCBA. They want. Mm-hmm there should be those opportunities to like toss out an idea and like say, Hey, okay, let's, let's talk this out. I had a supervisor who in my second year of grad school, what I really appreciated about her style was that instead of like telling me the answer, she would use that like Socratic questioning type of Mm, um, mm -hmm. method and kind of like pull the answer out of me. She's like, I know you've got it in there. I know that your wheels are turning and you're thinking about it, but I'm not going to tell you what it is because I want you, even if at the, by the end of this meeting, you haven't figured it out. I want you to figure it out before our next meeting. Um, But here's the bits to, to chew on. So I, I appreciated that instead of just being told, here's the right answer. Right really developing those critical thinking skills and that that's how my supervisor for grad school was which again shout out to nicole davis she's fantastic it it, if you can get there by yourself kind of Mm -hmm. you're gonna remember it a bit more yeah you're gonna remember Um, it a bit more and then that's also teaching that critical thinking skill right which is really important for when you're taking the goddamn exam yes the exam <laughs> on a daily basis too, like especially when we are yep. individualizing our treatment plans, not just for our clients, but for our supervisees, we have to use our critical thinking skills in the moment and, and make those yep. make those decisions. Then model it too. If we're going to be a good supervisor, we should be yes. modeling how to in the moment make those decisions. Yep. I just bought another book. I don't know where I went. It's on a stack somewhere, but it's about like, the types of questions, if you're going to be a leader, the types of questions to, like, get oh, wow. That's your, um, whoever you are leading to get to the answers yeah. themselves instead of, like, hey, Rachel, I'm thinking about, or we're, we're struggling with this particular goal. How should I fix it? How do you think we should fix it? And not in a demeaning way, you know, not right. like, like, well, a, how do like you, you think? We know you have the skill. Right. Like. Let's yeah. pull it out of you. Get like yeah. that imposter syndrome out of your head. Like it's, it's not like I feel as though when people go to someone with like a question, it's not like the first thing that they're doing. Yeah. Like they thought about this multiple times. Yeah. yeah. There, no, there, there are people that, you know, definitely. And when go, one of my, but... one of my students, student analysts that I supervise, she has gotten so good in the last couple of months of like one, she's in contact with our clients data so frequently and so when i pull up to supervise she's like all right i've looked at the data for this this and this this looks like it's mastered what do you think 
Um, and then I'll check the data. I'm like, cool, you're right. We're having this struggle with this. Do you think it could be X, Y, and Z? Here's what I'm thinking about trying because this is what we're doing in class. And then if those things don't work, then it's like, all right, now we got to brainstorm together. Right. So. Collaborative. Yeah. Collaborative. Yeah. And that just makes everyone's life 10 times easier. Yeah. When you can go. That's a shout out to Jasmine. She's freaking killing Shout out it. Jasmine. Freaking killing We love it. Jasmine. Yeah. That's amazing. Like it, it, it's those small things that when you work with someone, whether they work under you which right. i don't really Quote, like unquote, saying that you, like yeah. right like because i was really just right a, I was just a student analyst not that long ago right i passed a test whoopity do <laughs> like some people pass the test and have no business doing jack shibbity shit shit yeah but then there are people that are still trying to pass the exam and they would make the best bcbas but because maybe they're not the best test takers yeah which to be honest i'm not i just crammed for three months and just stuffed everything in my brain yeah and you know but it's that's where it's important to use that compassionate side Mm -hmm. when you are working with oh excuse me with someone or not when you are working with someone just yeah you know just all the time because all the time all the humans all the humans that we're engaging with in our field are learning something whether that's Mm -hmm. parents whether that's our client whether that's our supervisees everybody is learning something and we've got to figure out if we are in this supervisory position whether we're supervising an rbt or a student analyst um we have to be we have to be responsive to the way that each of those individuals learns. Like if I've got a parent that loves reading textbooks and they want like a novel of all of our treatment plan and like what to do while I'm gone, then great. That's Mm -hmm. what I'll provide for them. If they like visuals, cool. That's what I'll provide for them. Same thing with my RBTs. And I think it's also important when um, you are a supervisor that you take supervisee feedback yes and you don't act like a dick over it yes don't take it personal right because like i know that there have been times especially when i like just started doing telehealth Mm -hmm. and this was before the pandemic where um the company that i worked for had gotten me um like for georgia medicaid i was able to do georgia medicaid living in new hampshire yeah Obviously, I don't live close to Georgia. Now, you I living do. in Alabama, you can just <laughs> throw a stone. Well, not throw a stone. you got to drive two hours. But you're in Georgia. Technically, if I drive um, 30 minutes, I'm in Georgia. Okay, well, then there you go. Yeah. There you go. I'm like, right you're, you're in right Georgia. There. So you would be able to, you know, provide for these families. But we were having a really hard, or I must not say we, they were having a really hard time finding BCBAs in Georgia. Mm-hmm. So Weird. here I am right like is that really weird no it's like, not <laughs> oh <laughs> um well i don't know really i don't know in the more rural regions yeah there's yeah there's a and this was a rural providers. this was a rural region so i was the bcba and i was, was getting feedback that telehealth wasn't working for them and that i needed to 
try and do something about it. <laughs> and I actually read uh, these text messages the other day because they came up on my store, like on my um, time hop. Yeah. And I was like, I will try and do absolutely everything for you because you're telling me this, but, but I'm not going to fly down. Yeah. Some people will. Yeah. I did not want to yeah. fly down. And then it started getting to be where the feedback was not feedback anymore, where, you, you know, you make the changes that you can in your own way do. Right. Like, and it was becoming like, here are my grievances, fix them. Yeah. I'm like, that's not what I'm here to I do. I would love to, but, you know, if you're going to just take up all of your supervision time to talk to me about all of this and not let me see, you know, what's going on with the client the programs yeah. <laughs> like i can't be that helpful because yeah. at the end of the day you know i'm here to not nece- i don't want to say not necessarily like the girl was doing a great job yeah like the data show that she was doing a great job but it's like i know that you're frustrated that i'm not here but like i would like make videos yeah of like me doing like the modeling when I couldn't physically model yeah so I would like spend time when I didn't have any more treatment planning time when I didn't have any more BTM when I was in session and I was trying to just do it and you know so not shout out to that girl (laughs) not shout out to her yeah you do not get a shout out you know there's I don't want to hurt you there there's a lot of talk about how you know telehealth is the i don't want to say redheaded stepchild but like wow (laughs) that's why i said i didn't want to say it um but telehealth is like the lesser form of service delivery and sure okay i can i can understand that argument um it's not the same as being in person um there are lots of downfalls what if you live in rural alabama and a thunderstorm rolls through and knocks out your power well there goes my telehealth supervision. Right. I try and do a hybrid. But even so, sorry to cut you off there. I've been I've been in the situation before where there was a big storm. I was on my way to a client's house and the trees were knocked down on their street and I couldn't get down to their street. And I had driven probably an hour and a half to get there yeah. just to get there and I couldn't go down the street. So trees so can like, fall and mess up anybody's and session. It's, it, exactly. <laughs> like, it's not just telehealth, you know. Yeah. Like, internet going out, sure. But, like, even then, like, if I can't – if you can't take data. Yeah. I mean, you can't take paper data. Yeah. But if you don't have paper data sheets. Right. And someone's not, you know, equipped to think on their feet that way. We didn't plan for this. Yeah. Right? Like, or if the kids, like, reinforcers are – playing with the iPad, watching TV, whatever it is. And the parents are just like, oh, well, you know, we're going to take them on a ride then. Like, okay, well, yeah. do you want me to go with you? No. Okay. Okay, great. Well, the session's canceled. Bye. Yeah. Like, those things do happen. So yeah. it's not like just telehealth is. Right. But go on. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's definitely not the same as being there in person. You know, I can much more easily model something at how I want something targeted or answer a question with a a model in person because I can be like, all right, let me jump in here with this client directly and show you exactly what I mean. You know, I, I am lucky that I can do this hybrid model where, especially for the clients that I see 
that are two hours away. Right. I can do, I try and do at least once a month in person. Sometimes it ends up being more, um, it's, it's a drain on my gas, my mileage, my. And you don't get paid for that driving time, right? I don't, no. Um, right. Not that there's RBTs driving two hours to, to clients. Um, right, but still, it's still like you're going out of, I don't want to say out of your way. Yeah. I did choose this. It's not like. Right. But it's not like it's, it's not like it's two hours or like one, 20 minutes down the road. Right. Exactly. Like that's one thing. And and that's then what I, I appreciate. Expect anyone to get paid. Yeah. And that's, that's what I appreciate about this ability to do a hybrid model is like I can choose, I can pick and choose when I'm going to go and do what. So I'm, I'm less, you know. Sorry, you can. Sorry, you're seeing me do this. I just have to grab this coke, and it's really difficult. <laughs> um, I'm I'm less, you know, upset about the fact that I don't get paid mileage because of the fact that I get to choose, and I have this hybrid model, um, where I can go once a month in person. Um, my closer mm-hmm. clients, I try and do at least once a week or once every other week, but. You know, there, there's, again, it's all about that nuance, right? It's not right. the black and white, one is the best and one is the worst. Because what if, what if you've got a client that doesn't like a lot of people in their space? And now you've got a parent, the client, an RBT, and now the BCBA, and they're just like, dude, what the fuck? Get out. Right. Or the client that, like, changes their entire demeanor. Mm-hmm when you're there yeah which has happened to me multiple times where they'll be extremely wonderful right when i'm not there yeah i have been now paired with oh they're doing so well let's try something new. right (laughs) let me press the expectation i don't want to yeah you know it becomes a whole thing or you know i come in with my mary poppins bag full of shit and like sorry buddy i gotta take it right and they're like what what do you what, what do you mean what do you mean what these are mine now <laughs> right you didn't you brought them for me yeah or you know the one toy i did leave was the fucking dancing shitting turtle terrified one of my clients the turtle god listen <laughs> we'll figure it out we will figure it out um what's one thing that sticks out in your mind as like this supervision experience sucked me as a supervisor me as a supervisee as a supervisee like what's one moment or event that you're just like wow i never want to experience that again you know the thing is is that my my poor supervisor that i that i didn't click well with that i mentioned earlier wasn't around enough for me to uh really have a bad supervision experience i guess no i'm thinking about it now A poor one was, one that that really did suck for me, was when I was in a school and my client, he was having a a rough time, like a rougher day than normal, much rougher than normal. And my BCBA had always said, like, text me if you have any questions, like, even if it's during session, so I can help. And she was in the school that day. So I did that. And the client's advocate was in the classroom, didn't know. So they told the parents that I was texting during session and I got taken off that case 
And my BCBA never vouched for me. Oh, dick move. And I think the never vouching for me and just like saying like to me like later like, oh, well, you should have been texting. Like, keep your phone in your bag. And I'm like, you literally told me to text you if he was having any issues. Oh, And man. the kid was really upset because like we were doing really well. Yeah. And he didn't like his new person. Yeah. So that definitely was one that, excuse me, I just had a McDonald's Coke excuse me um that yeah. was definitely one that still sticks with me because it was like it wasn't my fault you told me to do this right i did it i got caught which maybe like i shouldn't have been on my phone like i'll take full responsibility for that sure. but i was he was having a rough day i didn't know what the fuck to do right like, and yeah kids never flop on the floor before in his life yeah. <laughs> i didn't know his advocate was in the classroom <laughs> so you know and not vouching for me. And I think that's super important that if it's not your RBT's fault, like, have their back. Yeah. Like, yeah. have their back. What What about you? What's a, what's one for you? You're, you're laughing here, so. It's, there's one that sticks out for me that um, affects my behavior to this day. And I just said, um, uh. <laughs> God. Oh goodness! Ooh. I had I had a supervisor count the frequency of my ums in my first presentation, and I am so hyper aware of the amount of times the frequency I say um now. So if you, when I go and edit this podcast, I try and take them out. I take out the the long pauses, the ums, the stuff that we don't want in there. Yeah. The. The sniffles, all that shit. And now that I've talked about it, bringing more awareness to it, it's like habit reversal training, but it was so aversive that like now I'm so self-conscious about it. Did you take, Dislike. did you give consent for her to take data on your behavior? Because that's fucked up. <laughs> I mean, I probably did when we signed our supervision contract. I just, what kind of supervisor wants to um do more work? Like, that's not a a socially significant behavior that needs to be decreased. Like, that's just no. a you have a problem with me saying um kind of thing. Like, yeah. And here I am on a podcast. I don't have a problem with public speaking. Not one single problem. But it was my first ever presentation in grad school in front of, like, a, other professionals, too. And I'm just like, yikes. Right. Like, that's just. I didn't like it. I didn't that like would it definitely at all. that would definitely punish some form of my behaviors. Yeah. Don't do Typically that. Typically, being friends, wanting to work with that supervisor again. Like, yeah. Don't do that, friends. No. And i i had I had colleagues that had some supervisors that used very aversive methods, without exhausting all reinforcement. I'm sure. Correct. Punishment. And a, aversive control was the first option. And I'm just like, so now you have a grad student who halfway through grad school is burnt the fuck out because right. <laughs> everything has just been so aversive. Yikes, man. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um, because then, like, what are we modeling? Yeah. We, yes. Modeling. Being good. Like, 
But you have to just take into a, into account that if they're doing this to you, then they're doing this to their clients. And if we know one thing about punishment is though it's not great, it works. Right. It does. When when used, it works. Yes. Now, was my was my colleague, did she learn a lot? Yeah. She was technically sound. When she presented, it was very data-driven, analytical. It was... It was on, it was really on point, but at what cost? Right. Like now, now it's just always overthinking. Yeah. Meanwhile, my presentations had drag queens in them. So. So it went really well. Yeah. Really great. Not that first one. No, when I had to, when I had to present in front of like other, other professionals, I did not use drag queens. Those were for my actual like class presentations. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, look, this is what helps me learn this shit. So I love don't laugh my my group, like my supervision group. So shout out to the FBA Avengers. Love you guys. Ooh. That was that was our name. That's like on our text message chain. We still have that. Uh Oh, someone's waking up. It's I love how we thought we were going to do two podcasts. <laughs> oh, my God. We're hilarious. I feel like if we had it yesterday, we probably would have. Um, yeah but i mean it is a pipe dream because like right and it's also like that's like thinking in our head like oh we're only gonna record like for two hours like one podcast recording like you might you guys may get like an hour of content but it's like we're here for an hour and 45 right like we are here talking a lot so it's like carter doesn't sleep that long yeah. And he's probably just pooped himself. No, he's definitely hungry. That's Ooh, look at you, mom, understanding the different cries and what they Oh no, no, no. It's more so he's probably he's probably pooped himself, but he but he hasn't eaten in a couple of hours, so usually when he wakes up from a nap, he's like, If I don't have milk in my system within the next five seconds, I'm gonna scream. He's Farukasal. That's me, but podcast, uh, pasta. Not <laughs> I was like, you really need your podcasts in the morning. Okay, I really need speaking my Adderall. Of, is what speaking I need. of pasta, what is the pasta? I had to look up the different types of pasta. I'm going to show you a picture. I have to find this picture. And you tell me what kind of pasta this is. Because I asked Kevin, I wanted a specific pasta, like cylind- it was like a cylinder, you know, mm-hmm. not yeah. penne, like a okay. fatter penne. And he rigatoni? said, "Rigatoni, that's what it is, rigatoni." But he said ziti, and I was like, "Sure, yeah." No, ziti's a dish. Well, he got ziti. When you use rigatoni. Well, I really wanted just a bowl of pasta sauce and rigatoni. Well, yeah. let me see if you. I don't know if you can see this. Like there's that's yeah. rigatoni. That's what, rigatoni. That's what I wanted, and it ended up being. I wanted the ridges. <laughs> I wanted the ridges on my pasta. Ribbed for her pleasure of pasta. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all wouldn't know by the very whiteness of my last name, but um, I'm partially Italian. Um, Italian. Italiano from Naples. Um, that's why I'm pretty sure that 
that grandmother's genes are why like yes they've got wrinkles i'm gonna go get botox on friday don't judge me um and if you're but, judging botox get the fuck off this podcast i don't yeah, even want to hear anymore <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go shower i'm gonna do my whole skincare routine with all my new ordinary product the ordinary products and then i'm gonna go get botox on friday so kiss my ass um but i'm pretty sure like her genes are why. I have to turn my video off because I need to feed my child. Okay. And as much as we love titties on this podcast. <laughs> Every time. You know. Every time. We find you, a way to you talk bring up about titties? titties. Titties and dicks. Every time. Yeah. Every time. But, you know, we talked about bad supervision things. I think to let this go off on a, on a good note is let's yeah. talk about good supervision. Oh, my God. Can um, I start? Experiences. Yes, of course. I would love for you to start because I have to think of mine. <laughs> I have to grab my child that's leaning over. One of my supervisors, my second year of grad school, she was the first person. We had, like, kind of talked about ACT of here and there in, in class. Um, but she was the first person to really, like, introduce me to the idea of values clarification and, like, doing that for myself first. Um, because when I... Throughout grad school, there were different practicum sites that we could go to. When I left one practicum site to go to another um, and came under her supervision, I was just like, dude, what the fuck am I doing? I don't know anything, which is fair. I still don't really know anything. I know some things. I got to stop saying that. I do know some things. Stop um, that imposter syndrome. Yeah. I. We've been there. We felt it. We know what it feels like to to have imposter syndrome but i do know some things i don't know everything i never will know everything but i know some things but i was really having a hard time and she was like okay your homework assignment is to go home and just kind of like think about these things that not you know goals that you want to achieve sure find some goals you want to achieve but like what are what do you value and i went home opened up a, a notebook and just like wrote everything out on a page and after that I was like okay now I can start to make things make sense right and that was really cool she was um she was another one she was the one that would would do that Socratic questioning so instead of like hey I have this question she was the one that was like well I'm not gonna give you the answer I want you to kind of like think out loud and Let's let's talk it out and and arrive at that answer. Compassionate, but firm, right? So when there was feedback that needed to be delivered, it wasn't, you know, aversive. And yeah, like never ashamed because there there were some some situations that we came across at this practicum site that were heavy and and challenging. Um, But I never felt ashamed of like having feelings about them. Right. Shout out to Kristen. Shout out, Kristen. I'm sure there we are. We hope several... all the people that we've shout out listen. Yeah. If you don't, you better. Yeah. Um, I know that there are there are some of my colleagues that listen that were supervised by Kristen also, and they would say the same thing. You know, just a phenomenal human being, a compassionate BCBA, and the first person to actually like help me explore some of the things that I value. So, you know, anytime that I kind of Yes, I've been learning more and more about ACT, but anytime I kind of get stuck in the mud a little bit, um, I always bring it back to, Mm -hmm. let me just sit here and and re-clarify what I value. Right. That's awesome. I love that. 
Yep. For me, I think I've talked about the supervisors that have done me well. So I'm going to actually talk about experiences as me as a supervisor. That's good. That's good for me because I think that's okay. Yeah. I remember it was one of my last cases, and I keep bringing up this old company, but, you know, it spent three three years there, so I guess I got to. Um, and it was one of the last cases I was on, and the RBT had probably, I think she had five BCBAs before I came on within, like, a two-year time span for the That's same client. That's a lot. And it's because, you know, either the BCBAs left, the BCBA wasn't a good fit, whatever the reason may be. And I came on and she, this RBT, she was studying to be a BCBA. She was on her seventh attempt at taking the exam. So I was like, girly girl, we are doing this. I took what I learned from Dr. Ksenia and put it in practice. Like during session, like I'm going to call you out in certain things in a very kind manner. And we're going, I'm going to point out things and you're going to tell me what it is. And we got the client involved too. <gasps> Fun. And the client loved it. She loved being a part of it. It's like, I didn't have to like, she, she was five. She didn't know much. Right. But, you know, I would like tell mom during parent training, like, hey, like you're going to have her like prepared to like say something or do something during session when she sees me. And she was pretty, she, she was a character. So she wanted to be a part of it as much as she could. <laughs> loved this girl and then the rbt was like had said to me you know towards you know probably two months in she's like you're the first bcba to actually care you're the first like supervisor like actually care like that i passed like cared about the client to like do stuff and didn't just show up to show up and i was like well that's what i like to do (laughs) like i like to be there for you for the client like Is that not what our job job is? Like, I get so confused when people are like, oh my gosh, you're the first one to show up and and care. And I'm like, dude, what? The bar's so low. Seriously, like, I I could literally just show up and be like, okay, well, we're going to, like, make this one change because I see that the behavior is, like, tangible maintained. And it's, like, not written that way. They're like, oh my god, you actually read the behavior intervention plan that was given to you? Like, oh my god! Dude. And it was like e- e- the, the, the actual Sam fuckity shit tits. Like, ha- like it's, wild. I, it's wild. It's wild because wild. it's so low, and it's like we're doing our clients a disservice by just not caring. And again, like it, it can go back to burnout. Yeah, because there are BCBAs sure. that can you know maybe have excuse me like fifteen to twenty cases. Yeah, just to get their hours in right and it's like how can you give care and like individual care at that yeah when your cases are so abundant so you know that's why I wanted to talk about having a good experience as me as a supervisor because like I said I had good experiences as a supervisee with Ksenia with I'm gonna just name the people that I can think of Ksenia Jason Nicole Davis (laughs) I guess that's it (laughs) and and no, not even then. Like when I was, when I passed, I'll talk about another place that I worked at. When I passed um, my exam, I went to work at this other place, not the place that I worked at for three years. But right before then, I passed my exam, but they didn't let me be a BCBA, which is a little weird. Like I had to pass a competency assessment. I'm like, I thought the competency assessment was a test, but okay. Right. And and also like I just passed my exam, so 
Right, like, okay. Which we've also said doesn't necessarily mean that you are competent. Right, 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 right. But they told me, like, it would take me, like, they told me it would take six weeks after I passed the exam to be a BCBA, but, like, I went there in September, and uh, by February I still didn't pass, so, you know. But I did have colleagues who were BCBAs, like myself, who were also my supervisors because I had to be a quote-unquote junior practitioner. So I'd like to shout them out, too, because they were wonderful, and one of them's name is Lauren, so... We love Lauren and and Rochelle, both Lauren and Rochelle. Oh my God, this guy's so pretty. Both, sorry, both Lauren and Rochelle. It's, it's not dark yet. It's a cotton candy sky right now. Ooh, love um, but both Lauren and Rochelle are wonderful too. So I just wanted to shout out my good supervisors and my wonderful supervisees: Jess, Ashley, Becky, Alessia. Those are the ones. If I haven't named your name, sorry. No, Melody too. Melody too. Okay, those are the only ones I can think of. If if you're not named, I'm sorry, but maybe you were a nightmare. Just kidding. I probably just forget your name. <laughs> oh my god. It's more than likely that I forget who you are, and that's okay. Names are hard. Names are very names hard. Names are very hard, and I'm not medicated, guys. Like, yeah. how many times do I have to change my password because I don't remember what it is? Oh my god. Once again, the dude audacity. Like how The dude audacity. Is that Millie? Are you wearing your pizza making shirt again? Talking about like, I don't even know what. The last two times Kevin's made pizza, he's pointing at me. The last two times Kevin's made pizza, he's wearing his pizza making shirt. Like it's a shirt from the company. And I don't even think it's purposeful. Is it purposeful? He's not, he's not listening to me. He's just picking Rude. his lips. Rude. Men. Yeah, the worst. Who needs him? Only um, man I need is Carter. Yeah, that's not true. I need Kevin. <laughs> and I'm still single, so um, taking applications. Yeah, so there's always Carter. Yo, <laughs> I can just send him on over to Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Carter, know that. I would you like your baby. to make comment? Would you like to make a comment, Carter? That's his, did you hear that gulp? I did. That, that was his comment. <laughs> the man has spoken. The man has spoken. Anyway. So that oh, is our I show, did, I guess. I did. Oh, you had mentioned, like, not. if you're a supervisor, make sure you solicit feedback from your supervisees. I think both of us have, like, posted on this on our various socials. But um, yes. Behavior Fi... Our gal pal at Behavior Fi has a really cool free resource for supervisors, and it is a feedback form to solicit feedback from your supervisees. And I used it, and it was so great. It's Likert Scales. It's some fill-in-the-blanks. Um, and I love her. And it gave me some really good information. Um, and I got, like, I got IOA from two of my supervisees about something I could do better, and it was very specific. Um, because of mm-hmm. the way the questions were worded. So shout out to Behaviorfy for creating this free resource for you we to take a free look at, resources. download, and use it. And absolutely do it. Um, provide an, an environment of safety where, where your supervisees do feel comfortable giving you this feedback. Um, right. I'm sure it could be turned into a Google form if you want to do it like anonymously, because sometimes it's scary to be like, oh, this is me giving you this feedback. But it's so important to your growth as a BCBA, as a clinician, as a supervisor, as a human being. 
check out what she's got. We love to support other women. We do. We love to support other women. Other business owners, one day I'm going to take the steps to get there, uh, but we're not there yet. I got some other pieces I got to put into place first. Right. But that's the goal. Oh, jeez. <gasps> Hi, bald. So what do you have to say? Like, this bitch keeps calling me bald. <laughs> Until well, you grow hair, man. He is bald. Ke- yeah. Kevin called him Larry David earlier. Like, the audacity of that. <laughs> what do you have to say? Oh. Oh, okay. Head smashes. Right, right, right. So, that is our show. Find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave us a review. Yes. Oh, God. This is, this is, this is the most disoriented outro we've ever done that's okay wait before before we go if you don't want another supervisor but would like a mentor someone who you can talk to that has no skin in the game that can help you with talking to your supervisor you can go to www.thepopcultureanalyst.com that's me and i'd love to be your mentor to talk about this kind of shit like sometimes you just need someone to talk it through with it's yeah. just if you can't talk to your supervisor maybe they are the type that are gonna i was about to say eat your ass <laughs> ream your ass <laughs> oh my god <laughs> if they're gonna eat your ass that's all that's more information than i need but if they're gonna be someone that's not cool to you about giving feedback and you would like to go about it in a delicate way that maybe a form doesn't work or you just like yeah. want to hash it out face to face just like come to me and like we'll talk mm. it out and have a free 15 minute session to make sure that I'm the mentor for you because like this whole episode is about like if you don't mesh with people that's okay it's gonna it's okay but it's like you don't have to you don't have to force it exactly it's like a fart if you force it it's gonna be it's shit it's gonna be bad for everybody it's gonna, it's be, gonna shit. be shit it's gonna be shit I that's thought that's true. where you were that's going. True. Well, okay. I, it turns out I'm not very good at, like, metaphors. You're fantastic at metaphors. <laughs> we all are. Similes, metaphors, all that stuff. But I'm really good at using like in sentences or overusing like. This may be our longest episode. I'll probably cut it down. But this may be our longest episode. And that's okay. Supervision is important. Right. And, like, maybe you're on your way to a two-hour drive across state lines weird like <laughs> we That's just weird. helped you with who would ever do that exactly like who would ever just but, you know okay like that's our show we hope you liked it i think i have kind of come out of my anger from the beginning yeah but i'm really excited kevin's gonna make pizza tonight on his new pizza oven and it's like Dope. a wood fire pizza oven that I got him for Christmas that he got himself for Christmas under my name. Wait, is it for make... like this upcoming Christmas or last Christmas? No, it's this upcoming Christmas. He just wanted it. Okay. And he said that's what he wanted for Christmas and that he could get like a discount on it. And I said, okay, go through with it. And then I gave him my card that he usually like has like in his wallet anyway because he pays for the groceries. <laughs> and... Uh... He bought it for himself and tracked it himself. And I told him that he's going to have to wrap the box up himself and open it on Christmas himself. And oh, my God. I, Great. Listen, I gave the present of all presents you this did. year. And yeah. that's um, this small bean. Oh, why do you headbutt? You're just going to be upset. 
Look at this face. Hold on. Let's turn him around. Everyone's going to be like, what face? I can't see a face. <laughs> oh, little smush face. Smushy. He's so chunky. He's a chunky monkey. Would you have something to say? No comment. No, no comment. comment. Um, Carter cannot be can, reached for comment at this moment. Right? But, you know, you can follow us on um, at Behavior and BS. That's their podcast. Um, I said a couple podcasts ago that we'd make it to a thousand listen or a thousand uh, followers on that. But like, I guess until we uh, put more effort into getting more followers, this is like not going to happen by January. Yeah. Um. But. But that's okay. It's, it's hard. It's, it's okay. It's like hard. we like we don't care. Oh God, Carter. And now we've got me. some ideas. We have some ideas. We have some ideas. Um. You can also follow me. I'm Lauren at the Pop Culture Analyst. I was about to say dot com, um, but that's not on Instagram. The pop culture analyst on Instagram, and you can follow Rachel at Calabama underscore bx analyst. Bx is for behavior. If you didn't know that, you learned something new. So at Calabama underscore behavior analyst, new episodes drop on Tuesdays at ten a.m. Eastern time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor. Um, that's where we're at right now. But if there are other podcasting you know, avenues that you believe that we should be on. Like, let us know because we'll go on them. Um, yeah. Leave us a review. It's really great if you leave us a review. That's permanent product that you listen to us and you think we're funny. Like, DMs are fine, but reviews are better because yeah. that means any other people can see them. Um, just, like, let us know how, like, how funny and smart we are. And if you like us, have a great day. Tomorrow's Tuesday, but a different episode's dropping tomorrow. This episode's coming out <laughs> next week. The episode tomorrow is going to be fantastic. So if you listened to the episode last week, since we're dropping this one next week, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, and as always, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. I'm over here taking pictures of Carter because he was smiling and it was really cute. He was smiling? Were you smiling? Maybe not on purpose, but. No, he doesn't smile on purpose yet. But when he when I catch him smiling, tomorrow is his one month birthday. He'll have been in, alive for a whole month tomorrow. Oh, I know. He's month. like, it's all on, downhill from here. Right. And tomorrow, <laughs> since we're recording this on the 7th, and it's going to be afterwards, but tomorrow is November 8th. It's voting day. So when this comes out on the 15th, I am judging you if you did not vote. Yeah. I'm judging you. If Use you your feel voice, judged... It's because you Use didn't vote. Your voice, man. It's an important right. one. Your Especially voice is like important. this, this is the election is part that like actually matters. Like popular vote matters at these elections. Mm -hmm. Like popular vote doesn't matter during the presidential election, but yeah. these ones for the people of your city, your town, your state, they matter. Your so, school boards. Your school boards, like. In Colorado, you can vote for if psychedelics can be given. Yeah, I know. To to, to for like depression and stuff. Oh, like in shit. microdoses. Okay. Yeah, for people over twenty-one, um, they're voting for if you can use psychedelics to help depression and stuff. Which studies have shown that those definitely help, especially in our veterans who experience yep. PTSD. So definitely, you know, do your research. I mean. I did my research today. So, Same. you know, you can still do it. Or if you didn't do it, 
I'm judging you. Feel the judgment and feel bad for next time. We can't make change if we don't stand up and say something about it. And one of the things that we can do, among other things that we have to do, one of the things that we can and we should do is vote. Exactly. So it'll be a week since the voting day. All of the results will be in. And I hope you feel a pit of despair because ballots could could be a bit could have been mailed to your house and you could have just dropped it off at your local stop yeah i mean the library is one for me it's across the street so make sure that you voted and if you didn't i hope you feel like shit but also don't be a dick yeah don't be a dick (laughs) don't be a dick all right everyone have a great rest of your week and if you don't lean into that acceptance yep that's for sure We can't control that for you. Bye, y'all. Bye. Come here, little monster. Bump, bump, bump.